Podly Dum. All the cycles, all the cycles. Welcome to Pod Leadem. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm Lex Basile Price, and Jamaica is a beautiful island that is affordable, inspirational, diverse, and culturally versatile. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and their culture has exquisite cuisine, amazing people, and food you'll never forget. And I'm JDB Crump, and do you have a pond? I don't have a pond. (laughs) (laughs) And we're, of course, talking about Cycle 19, Episode 11, The Girl Who Freaks Out on Horseback. Or as I like to think of it, the girl who has to get used to this smell. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. Permanently became my favorite in that moment. (laughs) And if we're your favorite in this moment, you should go to anchor.fm slash podleadum and become part of the Leadum pod today. Just like our newest Leadum pod member, Emily. Emily. And we were talking right beforehand, and Emily... Hannah Jane brought up the good point. We're surprised there's not more top model Emily's. Yeah. Where are the top model Emily's? The challenge is pregnant with Emily's. You can't <laughs> Where stop Where are Emily. the Emily's? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for being ours. So if you're an Emily, join the Lead Pod. This is a call to all Emily's. <laughs> Calling all basic Emily's. <laughs> so go to anchor.fm slash Because you got an Emily dollar. Do you remember that thing uh, where all the Joshes got together and then had a Josh battle yes. royale? Yes. Uh, where is our sequel with Emily's? <laughs> Get together. Let Emily's battle for the premiere Emily. <laughs> the ominous opening music of an erotic thriller <laughs> leads us into the beginning of this episode. So where was Jennifer Lopez to battle her neighbor for her husband or whatever? The empty lifeguard stand make it, makes it seem like someone drowned in yeah. Jamaica. At first it's a horror movie and then it's like a a quick skirt turn into Christmas Carol on the beach because we have <laughs> ghost of judges pass. Why did we get a Tyron for Montego Bay? Why did why what? This has never happened before. Look, we have to do the work for the Jamaica Tourist Board. <laughs> and that's where you go for your sepia tone trauma. <laughs> I love that even the voices are now sepia toned. <laughs> You're not really connecting with viewers, viewers, viewers. Kiaris is just, you can't win. <laughs> so if y'all hadn't seen the episode, you get all top four contestants walking around listlessly, despondently on Montego Bay, and then all their negative critiques. Do y'all remember the halcyon days of finales where it was like, okay, girls, just go stand on a bridge and look out and talk about how this is the only thing you've ever wanted. This is, okay, girls, go to the beach and look sad and think about how you might not win this. Laura, this is going to be hard for you. <laughs> and we're going to have to pull a quote from something else. Laura's is so less bad than everyone else's. <laughs> Laura's critiques are just not anything. Well, and they pull this quote from her about, I don't even think I'll be able to pull it off, which is clearly talking about something else. Completely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And then 
the actual echo effect they put on Nastasha's tiny, looks small, <laughs> petite cycle. <laughs> and then why did we have a Blair Witch style glitchy transition? It's just they're seeding the glitches so you get used to them for the future. Also, something else that's seeded, and this is going to be one of my grossest transitions of all time. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Kiara's shorts are all the way up her butt. <laughs> that butt was divided <laughs> into a Western and an Eastern hemisphere. And I was like, Kiara, that can't be comfortable. It's I okay. would question my choices as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we call a hungry butt. <laughs> so the digital art says the strength, the power, the feel of cotton, favorite of the cycle, and major comeback. <laughs> I did really like Leela saying I'm gonna hang that up like a creep in my own house <laughs> I also I missed it when we were talking about the sepia tone trauma but we had our first captions crunch that means we had a captions crunch in a previously mm -hmm. on with sepia tone flashback and they made real ass bitch <laughs> yes, into quote real life bitch yes they did i'm a real life bitch <laughs> it's life-size bitch <laughs> laura spends all of two seconds grieving Kristen. oh so funny <laughs> i'm i'm really sad kristen has gone beat well it's time for laura to have another great day <laughs> laura's was not here for any kind of emotions because kiara starts getting excited about top four and laura immediately picks up her straw tote with her name on it that apparently they all have now and is like can i go can i just hmm? has has there been a top four that has gotten along so poorly because <laughs> even though nastasia and kiara and leela are now friends you couldn't tell weirdly enough kiara has the most friends in the top four at this point because kiara is friends with nastasia and leela who are not friends with each other no 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 well and also you'll notice kiara gets invited to the tyra suite a lot i think there's a disconnect between the editing we're getting of Kiara mm -hmm. and how, and how on a on a moment by moment basis she's interacting with people and like it's nothing new for top model editing to be whatever i think kiara might be a victim of not being great at editing her own talking heads. Mm -hmm. And so she gives producers too much. She's too caught up in every sports metaphor. <laughs> Gotta keep giving it to him. Uh, points, goals. Touchdown. Rims? <laughs> no, that doesn't work. <laughs> we, we finally get our first bit of Nastasia backstory. Oh, God. Uh oh. Bad news for Nastasia. She's a Harlemite like JW and I. Yeah, maybe it really endeared me to her yeah. for the five <laughs> seconds we got to know her. What was this Scandinavian pop music, by the way? That we got. There this is was a new a editing whole team, new oh. package, mm -hmm. all new music. Some, uh, uh, somewhere a stock music relationship got renewed. It's so weird. And then Laura on the phone with her mom, Yo. with the tiniest <laughs> phone in the. No, I have to talk about this iPod <laughs> shuffle of a phone. <laughs> We find out that she's like insecure about the size of her hands and feet, and the phone makes her hand look so big. But and yet her feet look so small later. <laughs> Why is this sentence so funny to me? Laura talking about her mom. Every time I talk to her, you can hear her trying to be happy for me, but it's like she just misses me so much. <laughs> 
Because Laura thinks she's great. Because she claims that the reason she's crying is because her mom misses her so much. I also love that now that Victoria's gold, the vacuum of crying on the phone to mobs has been, uh-huh. needs to be filled by somebody mm-hmm. and Laura's here to do it. I also have the conspiracy theory about this phone. We'll get okay. to the tiny phone. Is Laura's mother already in Jamaica? When this phone call is happening. Oh. Is this a can in the string situation yes. where she's just on the side and she's like, keep doing it. I believe in you. No matter what happens, you did your best. So the small phone. I just can't. I want to talk about it more. And I don't even have anything to say. But y'all, imagine if you will. Listeners, take yourself on a journey with me wherever you are. Unless you're driving. Please don't close your eyes. <laughs> close your eyes with me. Unless you're driving. A hands-free journey. <laughs> imagine what you think the size of a fold is in your hand and then fold that once and then fold that again that's how big turn laura's hands are fiercely real they're healthy don't shame her healthy size hands hands. all these other little boy hands okay her hands got butt she's got kate upton hands Instead of Betty Davis eyes, she has Kate Upton hands. (laughs) Y'all need to stop. I can't breathe. My throat, my mouth hurts so much from holding my laugh. So they head to the equestrian center at the Half Moon Resort. And super relatable Laura (laughs) decides to let everyone know that this is just a simple ranch. Turns on Laura for a totality of like two and a half minutes while she does this and like gives her like high tea snooty music. (laughs) I have a question. How did Kiara watch Laura's talking head? This I'm sorry, did you I just had this image of Kiara's producer being like, Kiara, can I just pull you into Video Village for a second? (laughs) Kiara, we all love you. Kiara. We do. Come on. You have to see this. (laughs) Okay, so I looked up some uh, info about the equestrian center they offer pony park rides oh. because the park is home to donkeys rabbits goats and birds and of course our fun loving pony prince devito Ooh, love that already when you get up to things like sand stroll and surf and turf which should be important for this episode helmets <laughs> are which are provided are mandatory mm-hmm. and you must wear long pants jeans shoes and sneakers uh-huh. They also offer a positive empowerment sessions with the horses <sighs> to learn to use body wait, language. Wait, 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 wait. Am I empowering the horse or is the horse empowering me? You're empowering the horse <laughs> <laughs> because you need to learn to use body language to communicate with your horse. This unmounted session guides you through a series of demonstrative exercises using body language to create mutual respect and cooperation in order to control your horse without the use of traditional ropes and equipment. That costs $150 per person. I think they did that on an episode of Queer Eye, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Never did I realize I needed a sentence that contained both the words unmounted and demonstrative. (laughs) (laughs) So they should be wearing helmets when on the horses. I did enjoy the little Tyron horse translation oh my god hi laura (laughs) that horse caption killed me i loved it now's the time though we mentioned it with kiara being able to somehow see what laura's saying in her talking heads but this is now laura v kiara Mm -hmm. which is fascinating to me because of the whole leela situation she's back you would think this would be laura v leela yeah and leela just got 
top photo. But this is, com- and it's also becoming who they are as people because mm-hmm. Kiara had to do everything herself. She had no one doing her any favors. She is on scholarship. She had to, she raised seven kids. And then Laura <laughs> is like, trying her best she had acres and acres ponds and stables <laughs> yeah she's just like us mm-hmm. yeah so of course rob is here <sighs> along with yendi phillips whose eyebrows are as close to god as they possibly could be <laughs> mm-hmm. she is a former miss jamaica world and a former miss jamaica universe and i took this opportunity to say what makes miss universe miss universe because <laughs> i don't think there are other people from within our universe not on earth <laughs> competing <laughs> Yeah, I didn't find the answer to that question, but I am going to share two fun facts. One about Miss World and one about Miss Universe. Oh, please. Miss World was created in 1951 specifically to sell bikinis. It was a bikini contest there to sell bikinis. Miss Universe, on the other hand, first appeared in 1926 and was used in the international pageant of pulchritude. Ooh. And can we bring that back, please? Please. I'd love mm-hmm. a pageant of Polkertude. There's been some slight controversies about Miss Yendi <laughs> Phillips. Mm. The first is she was considered greedy for entering one pageant after another. And people were racist and thought that Miss Mexico shouldn't have won Miss Universe because she responded in Spanish. And as opposed to Yendi, who answered her questions intelligently and completely. Oh, so that was less anti something Yendi did and more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I just, these are more controversies surrounding 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 it. There was also one in 2012, which is when this aired that she was pregnant despite being unmarried and Jamaicans apparently disapproved because she was a role model and some called her a quote uptown slut. She is also married to quote businessman Omar McFarlane who is nowhere on the internet. It's very sketch. That sucks man. All that's so misogynistic. Oh my god. So gross. Take a moment taking a moment to digest it. I'll say this. She is such a breath of energy and fresh oh, air. And the entire so time nice. I was like, I wish you were here with Johnny. I wish yes. you could have the positive. So does Yendi Phillips. <gasps> there's a moment, we'll talk about it when we get there, but there's a moment <laughs> later, and I know both of you know who I'm talking about, where mm-hmm. Yendi was like, I need to leave Rob. Uh-huh. Yep. I am now offended, and this is weird. Rob, who does not seem to know where they are, yeah. Because in introducing the challenge, he says that they will be auditioning for the opportunity to be in a commercial advertising this place <laughs> as a holiday destination. And I was confused. I was like, Jamaica? Or the or equestrian Half Sarah. Moon? <laughs> Back of this horse? <laughs> Unsafe horseback ride? Is that- <laughs> they are going to have to have 15 seconds of a self-written dialogue even though they're not speaking to anyone Mm. on horseback in ocean and they will have to write this 15 seconds in 30 minutes Uh uh-huh and then oh my god oh my god (laughs) the best thing that top models ever done (laughs) this is some recap bullshit though they don't do this 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 did have big recap energy (laughs) because we get all ms paint on one of these horses (laughs) and we get two versions of the angel of the devil because i want to believe this is prince pony devito yes look in every model lives two horses (laughs) one has an animated blue eye with a sparkle filter and as captions put it baby giggles i hated this so much i hated this one so much more than what's to come (laughs) 
Yeah, your standard demonic black and white horse with evil red eyes. <laughs> and that one is for Leela, who is like, I now have dolphin fear. <laughs> Are horses the dolphins of the land? <laughs> and then they fully added a gunk sound to Leela's oh nothing talking gulp. head. Just Leela staring at the camera. <laughs> Swallowing normally. <laughs> Oh, that would be a good caption, swallowing normally. <laughs> I don't like this tagline for Jamaica. Oh, my God. Somebody needed to rethink this. <laughs> Once you go, you know. Well, was That's that one step away from the Charmin tagline. <laughs> but was that on everyone's or was that just Laura's? Because no, that was they, on the sign. It was on the co- Yeah, it was on the sign. I think okay. that's their actual official slogan from they the tourism it. board. Spoiler alert, they changed it for the Ooh. actual official tourism board Smart. ad. Smart. Smart. Because Laura was the only one who incorporated that. And at first, I thought that Laura had come up with that. And I was like, Laura, mm. absolutely not. We get this insanely stitched together quote from Kiara. Like they can't even show her saying, I can't let someone who might have been very fortunate have it. That very fortunate is just dropped into the middle of a pre-existing sentence. (laughs) They have to show that Kiara can beat white privilege through the strength of an athlete metaphor. But hey, Laura deserves this too because she had an after school job in middle school. (laughs) Her story is fully derailed. Okay, she was a 14-year-old barista. Who cares? We all were. It was <laughs> very Sophie hostessing. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I'll say this about Laura. Look, I there's a part of me that having watched over 18 cycles of this show, I get that you gotta have a story. And I get that Laura was like, damn, I'm doing good at this. And I have nothing. Got not a thing. I just don't have anything. So... I'm in the shadow of my parents. Did that not fly? Fine. Fine. Healthy, big body. Not really. No one's buying. Great. Great. All right. Tiny phone. Not mine. Got it. (laughs) I was 14 and had to make my own money. And I wish Kiara would just bring a new sibling. Oh, my God. Every time Laura says anything like, okay. Oh, seven. (laughs) Look into their eyes and tell them. (laughs) How are we feeling about the new Time's Up alarm of horse whinnying? Here for it. <laughs> the horses actually control Jamaica. It's a very Serious. sophisticated government. <laughs> I was fascinated by the, the little who cares drop from Rob that Laura chose to go first. Yeah, what? Did Laura get to decide the order? And she's so, in horses. Because she's into horses. She's horse girl, so she gets to be Well, in- it's also really smart, as we see, to go on the horse first before the horse has time to get scared and or annoyed. Uh-huh. We also get a clip of Kiara practicing her script as she's nervously mumbr- mumbling, friendliest people, friendliest people, friendliest people, friendliest people, which as a way to <laughs> remember so your nice lines, to fine, <laughs> it's just the phrase friendliest people is the most psychotic thing to be mumbling to yourself. <laughs> yes. Once you go, you know, once you go. You know. <laughs> so Laura has given me, you know how you have like your sun, moon, and rising? Mm-hmm. Well, now the new big threes are I am culturally verse, an inspirational bottom, and an affordable top. No notes there. <laughs> when she said culturally versatile, 
I was like, tell me that was a misspeak. And it was. Affordable? I'm not saying any of it's good. <laughs> Culturally versatile is the weirdest. Of course it is. it's also the end of the sentence. So you're like, was that your mic drop? <laughs> Every time Rob says something about a contestant, he just shows how little he knows these contestants. Uh-huh. For real. Laura's so hard on herself, Rob. Never. Also, her second take was not good either. And I'm worried about this grading curve that we're... I'm sorry. <laughs> the line, it's been inspiring writers, artists, and music for years now and continues to do so to this day. <laughs> At least she said culturally vibrant the second time. Sure. Which was, and I audibly went, oh, <laughs> vibrant. I actually thought her first take was better. Yeah. It was, even though with, without culturally versatile, it was better. Yeah, but you could, uh, we know, uh, top model could ADR. You just cut away to that ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, I will say no thank you to the big hand kiss. <laughs> <laughs> There has to be. I hope in one of our cycles in the 20s, there's at least a kissing, blowing kiss challenge. I'm, because that's the one thing I all just did top the best model way. contestants. I just did a double hand. But Lex, you weren't there at the time in the cycles <laughs> to teach them. I <laughs> hope that's not coming just because I know Tyra will turn it into a tooch of some oh, kind. Oh, yeah. Cooch. Uh-huh. That's what it's going to be. Yep. A cooch. <laughs> <sighs> Leela's horse is flipping out, but I think that actually is her fault. I'm going to give the horse a little credit. I think this is Leela's fault because Leela is like... We discover at the end of this cycle that when Leela gets nervous, she just becomes the stiffest cardboard human yeah. that ever existed. And it's not helpful. Horses can tell if you're anxious. Um, and also because she's probably gripping it so hard with her legs. All of her problems with the horse aside, and some of that's from the show, because that trainer was not right beside her. No, it was not. Yeah, this is where we're going to get into some suspicious territory of when the horse is being held. But this script was extremely white in a way that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> First, there's the constant hitting of the word Caribbean. Not great. And then... The true Jamaican experience really begins when you interact with the locals. Mm-mm, not it. No, thank you. <laughs> it's as if she's still her character from the raft. <laughs> I like how her tagline was, why not Jamaica? I lo- <laughs> So why not? You tell me. <laughs> uh, she, re- the recovery though. From first take to second take is astonishing. They are, they all only got two takes. And Leela's like a different human being. The fact that the music goes from horror movie to soothing spa. Mm. And also, why is Rob giving horse advice? I just don't understand. Look, from the point of view of the show, if the person is yelling, please come help me, just let someone go over and help her. It's not making it better. You're not using this take. I think I figured out why we aren't getting Nastasia talking heads, and that's because she grits her teeth through all of them. She doesn't seem to like doing them. Yeah, she just must be giving them absolutely nothing. And then she gets all she gets on this horse and she said, What was I doing? <laughs> so I memorized my cute little script. <laughs> And then I got on the horse and it was gone with the exception of three words. I, I enjoyed this talking head. <laughs> I did too. It's, it's, she's not great at doing them, but I, it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. And then when she does it, it 
is the most general thing ever it's it's this is not it but it's basically it have you ever thought about going to country (laughs) i love country country is nice and there are people there that are from country (laughs) country is beautiful and not where you normally live (laughs) oh god kill me (laughs) so come to country right country we're country countries (laughs) and then as Leela got no one to hold her horse, Kiara got her horse held the whole time? It seemed that way. We definitely saw the trainer way more. Yeah. You also touched on this before, Lex, but the fact that they have to do this in bikinis. Why? The, ch- the chafage. The chafage that must have occurred. Aren't they riding bareback? No, they absolutely are. There's no saddle. Fuck. It was so uncomfortable. Have I ever probably. told you about the time that I had to ride a horse for a film I was in? No. Mm-hmm. It was for a dance film. And they're like, you've ridden a horse before. And I'm like, I mean, not really, but and they're like, it's fine. So then they just, they're like, get up, ride mm-hmm. the horse. Mm-mm. Thankfully, I was riding with someone who that was, it was their horse. So I was just like, also on, but I was like, oh, this is, if you've never actually ridden like a horse horse, they are a pretty terrifying. They're yeah, they are. Huge. No, I'm terrified of horses. They're huge and skittish. And also just muscle yeah also all muscle they're huge and are not aware that they are huge yes yes so then we get to the part where yendi almost quits the show Mm -hmm. can i please Please. i love this i didn't love it i loved her reaction to it yes 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 because there's a lot of cursing a lot and then rob decides the best way to illustrate that is to repeat everything, and it seems like add worse stuff to it. Uh-huh. And it sure does. He to production says, I'm just going to say it because you'll bleep me. And whatever he says, Yindi's eyes grow three sizes too big <laughs> for her head, and she literally like starts backing up. And I'm Covering like... her ears. Yeah. I was like, uh... You know who can't read a room? Rob Evans. Yeah. He never had to. <laughs> and also, it clearly wasn't what was said because Yindi would have already heard that and been like, oh, you're just repeating exactly what was said. I loved her calling Kiara Miss Potty Mouth. Miss Potty Mouth. <laughs> she also you had a cute little shrug to Nastasha where she's like, <laughs> Talk about pulling it together for the second take, though. Kiara I looks mean. like someone who is actually relaxed and happy to be on vacation in a way that nobody else managed. Yeah. Like, sh- when you saw the second take, you were like, oh, she won it. Like, mm-hmm. she clearly won it. Yeah. Even though she said cuisine and the food. I loved it. (laughs) I also just realized at this point in this episode that we had never seen any evidence of Nastasia being in the Tyra suite. No, never. Ever. Hmm. Despite the fact that she would have been there several times. With Kiara every single time. Yeah. Yeah. So the top two are Kiara and Laura. When Yeti said myself and members of the jamaica tourist board were very impressed what members where are they watching from a shadowy room i wish we had panned over and there was like 20 people (laughs) when kiara wins laura's tight little fist (gasps) and strained smile and the look right to nastasha like "Mm." (laughs) won't even stand facing kiara Uh -uh. like presents her back and then says that Kiara was, quote, being really disrespectful to the other girls. she That's the straightest thing Laura's ever said. <laughs> and also, Kiara was celebrating in the most average way we've seen a contestant do it. Yeah. Yes. She was just like, ah! Like, 
Yeah, like let Kiara's had challenge wins, but she's not been winning on this show. No, like, let her have a moment. It should surprise no one that you cannot find Kiara's Jamaican TV spot. It really was an opportunity to audition, to audition. for a possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they changed the tagline that year to Jamaica. Get all right. Okay, better. better than once you go, you know. Yeah, I wish they had changed it to why not Jamaica? <laughs> why not? <laughs> Their challenge scores are Kiara, nine, Laura, eight, and then Leela and Nastasia, six. And this is bananas to me because this just says, here's your bottom two. Yep. They're yeah. like, we're well, setting up that Kiara's picture would have to be the worst picture in the history of the competition. Yeah. yeah. But also, I, to say, give Leela a little credit. The second one was good. I don't know why she got a six other than her first one was so bad. The, ju- uh, the, the judging of this is so awkward. Also, because I don't think Laura's was that good. Yeah. Also, why not do nine, eight, sevens? Yep. Right? Then it's also, it's Closer. a disadvantage, but it's not. Because so- they were all usable. Yes. Each contestant had, had a usable, usable plausible take. take. If you edited all four of these together, I actually bet you'd have one hell of a commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they normally do. And then Laura. <gasps> and I do not think she has the relationship with Kiara to justify this. This you? was horrible. She sticks her full hand out, puts it around Kiara's neck, and says, I'm going to choke you. And Kiara's like, don't do that. And she's trying to be like. <laughs> I'm trying not to crush your giant hand. <laughs> and, then, and then Laura's like, just kidding. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You've never had a good relationship with Kiara. Yeah, this was, this is a thing that maybe if you were besties. Nastasia yes. could do this. Yeah. yeah. But, and then speaking of Nastasia, my favorite moment from her, <laughs> Kiara goes very diplomatically, very student council president, like, uh-huh. congratulations to all. <laughs> right? <laughs> and Nastasia goes, what the hell? You better not congratulate me. <laughs> Loved it. Patrick poem riddle. Okay. So when Patrick shows up on screen with a tan that was clearly a sunburn five hours prior to this filming. Someone calls his name like a bird. One of the contestants goes, I don't know who it was. Y'all, assuming this is the last... Oh, I know, because we've watched the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Assuming this is the last we see of Patrick, I don't think they're in the next cycle. No. This, a a little eulogy. I gotta say, Patrick... You came in and were such a big presence mm-hmm. at the first half of this cycle. And then the show absolutely forgot about you. Yeah. And you should have been every Tyramel. I used to think that Patrick got busy. <laughs> <laughs> they should have been every video Tyramel. And that's the journey. And that would have been fun to me. Did we hear one of the models after Patrick said spritz of Tyramel? Someone goes, do we spritz? Yeah. That was Laura. <laughs> Because there's a little dream come true in front of them. There's only three, though, for some reason. I'm sorry, JW. Do you mean the fifth contestant little bottle of dream come true? (laughs) I can't wait. I cannot wait to talk about... for Kiara's heart, the little bottle of dream come true. Well, and and later on, we'll get fiercely real dream come true. (laughs) I prefer a little more. (laughs) Okay, look. (laughs) And then, I I don't remember who said it, but whoever said my intro quote of, I have to get used to this smell. It was Nastasia. It was my favorite moment. (laughs) Because it must smell gross. She must hate it. 
So we head to the photo shoot where Johnny's hat says, dream come true, boo, worst, boo, worst. I hate this hat. (laughs) But I love that they're always on theme. And the photographer is Jez Smith, who only ever is shooting dream come true. He's the official dream come true (laughs) photographer. Well, uh, these last two cycles, it's just been the last two episodes we get Jez Smith. Like. Okay. Jessmith just likes going on vacation to wherever <laughs> yeah. they are. I mean, he wants as few models as possible uh-huh. on a vacation. But this whole, we've got a real client, it's a real advertising job, it's the show that you're all currently on. Yeah. Ben Bennett, ben Bennett. is here again. His face has settled from the last time because he now <laughs> looks again for the third time like a different person. And this isn't a shame. I just need to put it up. This is not to shame plastic surgery, any of that stuff. It's that he, we see him on the show and he consistently looks different year by year. It's very strange. I call it versatile. Maybe someone is going to Ben Bennett's classes for him. <laughs> Yay, Greek. Um, He's different versions of Ben Bennett because it's such like a n- nothing name. It's just clones of Ben Bennett. Maybe it's a fraternal triplet situation. Oh, oh because the first one was Ben Bennett, and the second one had Ben Bennett. <laughs> and this one, had Ben Ben Bennett? Has Ben Ben Bennett. He'll be Ben Bennett. <laughs> oh. But he's here to do business and business only. This brief was weird, right? This brief that he gives them? New brief for Dream Come True? I think they realized that the brief from last time was inconsistent and confusing. And so mm-hmm. they tried to shore it up. But unfortunately, in doing that, they over-explained it. And now it's more confusing. Because it's spirited, but beautiful. I just imagine. Spirited? No idea. Imagine having to stand in the ocean holding a toddler-sized <laughs> perfume bottle. It's so big. Except sometimes you won't. Sometimes it's just going to be lurking in the foreground. (laughs) Okay. The other problem I'm having with this, and we'll get to it too when we talk about the photos. I recall last season, they were like, this is for children. This fragrance is Mm -hmm. for children. Look young, 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 young. Yeah. But now it's no longer for children. Now it's for adult women doing adult women things. Tyra literally says later 18 to 34. Mm Mm-hmm. Like what? That's a different age group than last time. Fully. I loved one quick thing. Jess Smith looks so small next to Johnny. <laughs> they gave Laura eyebrows again immediately. Uh-huh. I've got to say it. The it, again. Last time I'll say it ever. I promise. The the makeover would have worked with eyebrows. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll say it again. <laughs> yeah, great. Perfect. And then finally, Kiara says that Ben Bennett is not here to play around. And I said, I think that Ben is exclusively on top model to play around. <laughs> Creating sense, seeing what happens. <laughs> Let's make some sense. <laughs> Nastasia proves that she is an A plus contestant because when she gets to set, she asks the client what they want. Yes. Hallelujah. And then we find out this fascinating bit of backstory that she applied to 10 colleges and got scholarships to all of them. All Excuse of them. me? Why do we not know anything about Nastasia? Why does the show hate Nastasia? I still don't understand. She's gorgeous. She gets first call-outs, and she's fascinating. She gets along with everybody. The clients really like her. She seems funny in a weird way. Truly, I wonder if it was a back-editing thing. Maybe. Where, when you look back, Nastasia should have been the winner. And the scoring system made that not happen. Yeah. And then they had to go back and just take her out so no one was endeared to her maybe so that you weren't like she was robbed and now as we have to you know sit and write notes about the show we're like 
Oh, wait, Nastasia was robbed. Was robbed. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet if I just watched this casually, I'd have been sure. like, yeah, she's pretty good. <laughs> you don't really see her. You don't get a sense of her. Yeah. We finally see Leela's dolphin bruise. Yeah. It is so big. She is also getting sunburned. I was very distracted by the way they curled her hair, though. Yeah. He's like curled bangs almost in the front <laughs> it's kind of like when you play around with a doll and you're like oh no oh no i no, can't no, undo no. this hair this isn't real hair <laughs> why does brian boy show up to so have a stir the pot backstage moment just sit there and be unmoved by kiara what like he great thanks her cry and gets on everyone's nerves and also as we'll find out later doesn't listen to what she said nope uh-uh. from an editing standpoint it it's kind of fascinating it feels like now they're setting us up for a kiara victory yeah. it feels like they're yes. trying desperately to make the viewers all be like kiara should win right i just and i agree with that I just have a problem, and we can talk about this, because I think it's a bigger conversation, but I have a problem with this idea that someone deserves to win. I think that the mm-hmm. that prospect is inherently flawed. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I do think it's something that the, the show encourages them yeah. to take that tax so much. It's just, it's never good. Because, and I'm not saying, like, everything needs to be a meritocracy. Whatever. But, like, no one here deserves to win the show because then it adds in this weird (sighs) fetishization of poorness or like Mm -hmm. well and i think i think i a hundred percent agree lex because to me as somebody who likes competitive competitive reality tv shows i like the ones and i feel like in some ways survivor is kind of like this where they just reward gameplay no matter how much they dislike the person like a lot of players are just like you were the best even though you you made robbed me of my victory Mm -hmm. and i appreciate that because i think people i think contestants on top model can deserve to win top model because they're the best model yes yes that's what i think that's deserved i'm happy yes so to hannah's point also does clearly want them to have story and i think it's it's why even though it's so much fun to make fun of there's this small sympathy for me for laura who i'm like you're on the show you're clearly good at modeling Mm -hmm. And decent enough at the other aspects of it. You win challenges, whatever. But you know that you need a story. You need a reason that you deserve this. And it, you just don't have it. And no. it's fine. I wish it was fine for her to be like, my life's pretty chill. But I love modeling. What's weird is it's actually Leela's story. Leela's story so far has been like, why can't I win? I'm good at modeling. Mm-hmm. And then the show's like, No wrong well it also puts kiara in this weird position where the show makes it seem like the only reason she's gotten this far is because she deserves it more than the other people because of her tragedy she has to perform tragedy and perform Mm -hmm. wealth inequality and racism like it constantly is making her put on this show and it takes away it takes away from the fact that she has been improving in her photos mm-hmm. and that she's an incredible performer in the challenges mm-hmm. like there are reasons why she's in the top four based why on the performance she actually in the show deserves it as opposed yes. to this narrative of deserving yeah yeah, yeah. and i will say that uh, even though i do think that production forces her to like you're saying like perform this stuff yeah i think that also when I look at the specific words that Kiara says, she often says how much it would mean to her. Yes. yes. Which I do appreciate that Kiara, and we'll see it again. I can't wait for the moment with Brian Boy and panel. Mm-hmm. Kiara isn't here to get got. No. no. Kiara is here to be like, 
I'm not saying I'm saying I'm a hard worker and I'm going to continue to work hard at this. And this would be a dream for me to win this. And that's Mm -hmm. why I'm a little my emotions are hitting. Yes. I'm not saying give it to me. I'm saying I want to be the person who should win. Yeah. It's just it's also like on another show. It's why I hate Josh Martinez from Big Brother. That was his whole thing. Right. Of anyone that's like, I deserve this because I want to do it for my poor family. And I'm like, you can have a poor family and and say, I am going to give back. But to be this whole thing of, That's and I'm not saying Kiara is doing it. This is the reason I should win because I'm disadvantaged is like gross because it also eh, doesn't help the systemic problems that got to the point where you're, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. it's gross that the show makes them perform this way. Yeah. Yeah. And Kiara should be able to talk about why this is meaningful for her and sh- who she's doing this for without that extra layer on exactly. top of it. And as a tiny palate cleanser, even though I think that was a wonderful discussion, Johnny has his first Mr. J moment. Oh my God. <laughs> because after Leela's not seemingly successful show, no. Johnny goes, after the last thing, finally, it's like, oh, <laughs> you got Johnny frustrated? Oh no, Leela. Ben Bennett misses Mr. J too, because after Laura's shoot, he basically tells her, you failed. These. The Jez Smith also hates Laura. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It felt a little more suntan girl calendar. <laughs> ah! Too sexy. Eyes are dead. <laughs> I'm surprised Laura did like put her head under that water. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> uh, I also another thing that I hate, other than the show, you know, pushing that narrative. I hate this idea, and maybe y'all can disagree with me as more religious people. This idea of God's plan and how it's God's plan if I win or not, can we just do it because you're a model that is good at modeling? I don't I don't know. It's uh, it bothers me. I I understand the impulse to say if I don't get this thing that I really want, it's because something better is out there for me. Sure. I'm not going to attribute it to a creator because that's not how sure. I personally live my life. But I do understand that impulse. Yeah, I think both in the example in this episode and how people I know anecdotally use it, it's a comforting thing to think when you don't get something that you were really hoping for. And the idea is normally that God and whoever you perceive as God is not going to give you something that you're not ready for or that you're not prepared to do or the, you know, all that kind of stuff. I've... I don't know if I've ever used it, like said it before, but I've definitely thought that as a comfort strategy that sure. when something didn't happen, I was like, there's just another plan out there for me. Yeah. And some people attribute that to God and an, all, an all-knowing thing. I just, I think it's, for me, it's the idea of that's fine as long as you're also like, and maybe this is just a me thing, right? But like, if I don't get something, I go, well, maybe what could have been those reasons, right? And I like use it as an experience rather than to like, throw it out the window of like, well, never mind. That wasn't <laughs> right for me. Oh, I think so it, I think it's I've never from, thought of it like that. You can sort of work it from both ends, right? Because I and I and I think that I do both of these where when something doesn't go well, it's like, all right, I didn't get this because they were clearly looking for yeah. all of these things that I don't like these for specific things that I don't have. That you have no control over. Yeah. Exactly. And I also like taking it from the other way and saying well, this sucks. What can I take from this? This is right. that will propel me forward. Yeah, I, I think I do literally the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. But, but I think that second part is a little important. 
And as mm-hmm. long as we're still doing that, I think it's helpful, yeah. especially when you're in a competition that requires in some ways like doing very specific things to get a specific result. There's also fair. just so little reason to be found in top model that I can also just sure, be like sure. well I guess the universe said no. The create Tyra god Tyra said no. Yeah. Well that's the thing again. I think sure. you could use it to explain the unexplainable. Like sure. there's so many things like yeah, I could I could like, oh, it's a bummer that they're out of pumpkin spice coffee. And this is a silly example. Like pumpkin <laughs> no, spice coffee. There's nothing for me to examine there. It's just. But <laughs> it I'm was just God's like, plan that you didn't get pumpkin spice today. God didn't want to right. have pumpkin spice today. Because if I am Nastasia, I'm like, I should be in the final episode. Yeah. And I can sense that I'm not going to be. So how can I make this Justify work for it. myself? <laughs> I, I mean, I also think in some ways this is, I'm harping on it because we've seen nothing of Nastasia, but this yes. seems like such a part of her personality and character and worldview that mm-hmm. it seems like it's out of nowhere. Yeah. It beca- it's very, she becomes very God forward in mm-hmm. this episode. Mm-hmm. She is someone who prays nightly. She discusses that with Kiara at the end of the episode. She will speak on this again. And it's, it is fascinating. And I think that's why in the edit of the show, Lex, you may, and I'm not telling you how you no, think, of course. but like you may probably just hitting like a ton of bricks because if Nastasia had been shown to be religious. And it wouldn't a, have been such a, a big deal. Yeah, a God believer the entire time. You it, Because I think sometimes what happens is that people like to only be God reverent when it suits them uh-huh. yes. and not all the time. And unfortunately, because we haven't seen it from her, it's coming across like yeah. all of a sudden now it's God's plan, which probably she was probably saying it every day. Yeah. It's peeing that part of your brain that like hates falseness. Yes. Yeah. It's that child that's like, God, if you're there, I didn't do my homework. Make it not do <laughs> at school. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then every other day of the month, you're just like, who's God? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't know them. This is why it never happened for you, Cycle One Robin. Robin <laughs> was like, God is God, 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 real. God. I'm just Ebony going, what Jesus the fuck? Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> I'm, but I'm sorry. We have to talk about what might be my favorite <laughs> shot in the history of Tom. <laughs> I thought this was CGI for a long time. New romance alert. <laughs> Kiara and the tiny bottle of Dream Come True. <laughs> Not only was she horny for those male models, she's horny for the perfume. The perfume sitting on a nightstand. Kiara gets under the covers <laughs> and looks lovingly <laughs> at this bottle that is like spotlit. <laughs> How did they get this shot? Who zo- who got on their knees? Kiara is our product placement gal. She was the one in the bus yeah. with the Smashbox. She is like, she is going to production every day. And she's like, look, I need help defeating the juggernaut of Laura. She's like, I'm going to give you two dream come true shots. One on the beach. And then this one that you can pull from the episode and use as an ad. This is for the commercial. Yeah. Also, let me say now, y'all, I did a deep dive trying to find a dream come true bottle that we could purchase that does not exist. And specifically, if anyone anywhere in any production ever finds one of the giant dream come true bottles, oh my God. I will pay you money like you will not believe. <laughs> I will ruin my life to have that as my coffee table. <laughs> oh, my God. To put a piece of glass on the bottle. Oh. And then we just fill it with tubes of fig splash. <laughs> There was also, before we go to panel, there was this, this footage of Leela 
getting stuff out of her bag and laying on a bed that was not in the Tyra suite. Why? What? And then it's overcut with her talking about being in the Tyra suite. Well, and then this this very cold detente between Laura and Leela where they're like, Laura, I really want this. Yeah, I really want it too. So I guess we both want the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why are you having this conversation? And then I loved... That we got this producer. You love this was so weird. It no, it was weird. But Lex, I love that. I miss the pre the pre panel backstage sure. things. And yeah, actually, they the, were fun. I mean, showing if, a producer coming in and asking if they are ready. I loved. I would have yes. I would prefer this if we'd ever seen this ever before this cycle, because mm. it's now just in lieu of a tie rub photo because. We're not taking them in Jamaica. Well, look, is that Jamie? Because maybe the episode is trying to just give us a little Jamie backstory because she's oh, about to become such an important character. Speaking of new characters, can't so wait. So the contestant dress code was, I thought they were leggings, but apparently they're bright colored jeans. They are. With a black top. And they're all wearing the exact same shoe. Yeah. To make Nastasia seem short? It's sometimes as if they did a group shot for Nine West right beforehand mm-hmm. and then came to panel. Uh, Laura just got her eyebrows rebleached and it looks painful. It looks so bad. <sighs> Maybe that's actually what the producer was coming in. It's like, is Laura ready? <laughs> and she just, you, you see her with like just the goop on her eyes. She's like, I'm ready. <laughs> I thought Tyra looked great until they zoomed in and then I looked at the outfit more. The makeup was bad. The hair is bad. The heels have... was very loose, I thought. Uh, Loosey-goosey. The heels had manacles on them? This is full holiday delight, Barbie. This green velvet dark lip. This is the holiday Barbie you would get. And I saw that and I was like, that's holiday Barbie. (laughs) And also that um, outfit is too warm. For Jamaica? In this climate? Fabric. And Brian Boy chose to wear his best Sue's Orman wig. Oh my god. This Karen who works as as an accountant at Limited 2? I mean, it works for how he acts. (laughs) And Rob looks a mess in this slouchy orange button down. Like, is he trying to be Nigel Barker? Why does he shirt off it? Leftover. Maybe he got that dressing room. (laughs) (laughs) Leela's first. And she has to tell the judges what her challenge score was. I do love that apparently... New Tyra lore alert. Tyra doesn't see horses. She only sees horsies. <laughs> like, do you think that's the their name? Like, do you think they're that's the word? That's the classification. That's their species. Uh-huh. Yeah. Horsey horses. Then Leela responds by saying, I got a six, but it didn't feel like a six. But, but I guess it, it was, was a six. six. <laughs> this bottle this bottle bob it in the ocean (laughs) we've talked a lot about filters and post-production and how a lot of the time it can really make a photo the post-production on these photos is insane it makes it look like they're in a sea of dream come true yeah i think that was the point lex i think that's the wrong choice it's it's a pink ocean it's so (laughs) weird it is extremely cw yeah this bottle is also y'all it's so terrible just so basic too yes also it looks like dream because of the t it looks like it says dream and come rue <laughs> it does kind of have a plus sign effect 
I think Leela in this photo outside the brief is stunning. I wish you could see her neck Me on too. the side. Her hair is really cutting off the length of her neck, but her face is really pretty and yes. she does look more commercial, which is something that they don't think she's capable of doing. Yeah. It's a very basic shot, but this to me is such a gorgeous photo of her. I mean, this would be a good, I think it's a good, like, uh, pack sun. Yeah, sure. Roxy kind of look. Kelly is all about adding wise to words today. And if you thought we were done with uncomfortable judging, mm, no, mm-hmm. that was the beginning. I'm a mother. What do I know? Why does Kelly think that daughters flirt with moms at the dinner table? Let's back up this Kelly story. <laughs> It is magic to me when she says of Leela's picture that this is not sweet enough. I don't want my teen looking at me like that across the dinner table. And then she does an impression of Ava, her daughter, and gives her a deep voice. Like, hey, mom. And I'm like, what? It's fine if you have a deep voice, but is that because she's possessed by Leela? What are you doing? And then Rob is just, Rob and Kelly hate each other hate we, each other we 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 joke hate a lot on pod lead them right we like oh they hate each other they hate there is a m- anger <laughs> yeah. between these two human beings that tyra must feel she must she must the energy that is crossing streams in tyra i would love to give fan of the week to the person who said necks are crucial in the modeling <laughs> industry and then Brian Boy unexpectedly said one of his funniest things, which a few of your fans complained about your neck. <laughs> Just a few, though. And then after all that, Kelly fucking gives her an eight. I loved it. I loved it. <sighs> it's the whole, this whole cycle is just a twist on twist. <laughs> Kiara's next. I think she looks stunning. I do too. I don't think this works as an ad for a perfume bottle. I think. Both Leela and Kiara were underserved by not holding the stupid prop. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not related to what they're doing. I think this is such a pretty shot of a human being. Oh and my it's so different than what Kiara served. Mm-hmm. If they told us there was an ocean of dream come true, you could almost see it like, oh, my dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of what Kelly says, to be fair. She's like, it really kind of looks like, like you're it. in a wishing well. She just looks so beautiful. Stunning. Brian Boy gives himself credit for this photo. And Kiara says, no. I love that she does not let him have one what? single thing. I you love have doubts this in moment. yourself. I didn't have doubts. No. I just meant that it would mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. A dream come true, if you will. <laughs> Kelly has also had it with Brian Boy. <laughs> But Kelly saying to Kiara, I wanted to give you an eight, but I have to give you a seven. You just gave Leela an eight after your whole. Also, you can give her whatever you want. It's your fucking score. (laughs) According to this very strict rubric. (laughs) Tyra hands me this every day as talent. I get a rubric. Imagine it's like the doctor's pain chart. <laughs> How does this photo make you feel? Yeah. Um, you're like, and Kelly's like, I wanted to give her an eight, but my face is a seven. It was weird um, agreeing with Tyra again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's strange. It seems like as Rob and Kelly and Brian Boy all snipe at each other. Dismantle. Has, yeah. yeah. Tyra has become normal and reasonable. I think Tyra reacts to how 
the other people are acting. So when everyone mm-hmm. else is being serious and good and giving good critique, Tyra's a goof. Nastasia's next. <sighs> Why is it always with Nastasia that Tyra has to be Jamaican? I don't know. I loved Tyra talking about Nastasia's commercial. And Nastasia saying, I'll be better at remembering my lines when I'm not on horseback. And I was like, <laughs> well? <laughs> She's like, I saw that thing that said helmets were mandatory. Yeah. Um, I don't like this photo. I do. I think it's the only one that kind of looks like a perfume ad. I mean, at one point, Tyra says something actually about Kiara's photo that she likes the photo, but it's not an ad. None of these are ads. None of these are ads. None no. of them are. No. I think Nastasia gets the closest. Sure. I just don't think she looks very good. In the sense that I normally think Nastasia takes amazing photos. I think this angle on her body makes her, or the styling, makes her body look very strange. And not that I agree with Kelly, I think is who it says. Maybe it's Tyra, I can't remember. Who's like, this looks like a child's perfume. But I think it's the way they've styled her body where mm. she looks like a child. I I agree with you. I don't think the body's the best. I think it's it is the angle she's at kind of yeah. just makes it her look like a perfect rectangle almost. Mm. Yeah. I think the look in her face is very dream come true. Yes. Like I agree. it does look like she's whimsically thinking of something and it's so fascinating to me how much more real the bottle looks when they're holding it because you're just like all of a sudden there's no weird treatment on it yeah <laughs> so you're yep. like oh that that's kind of, because in some ways i'm like it's kind of a cool prop to have a giant perfume bottle i agree with that but the other ones didn't use it so it's just bobbing the ocean like a buoy rob is only scoring things on how sexy the model is mm-hmm. all he's there to do yep kelly throws her pen at rob and now we're just assaulting people not that i like rob but why are you throwing shit at him and i want to i have a little i have a little a discussion point that i i really went down a journey with top model in a positive way which so rarely happens anymore (laughs) a there is a video from a fan named david Mm -hmm. who that is a traditionally masculine name and they present extremely feminine Mm -hmm. long blonde hair makeup all this stuff and you know lashes Mm -hmm. Mm yeah in the videos that we've seen and again top model in general there has been a decent amount of openly queer Mm -hmm. presentation from Mm -hmm. the fans and they clearly did not mind highlighting those fans and i really appreciate that so many shows wouldn't have aired a video like the one that fan david sent in and top model has always been good or if they did air that video they would mock yeah it would have been derision or or even hang a lantern on it instead Mm. of just letting it be another fan video Mm -hmm. and i truly love that it was just another fan video and in some ways top model was so backwards on so much stuff (laughs) i still think that for the most part with hiccups plenty of hiccups and more that we'll see usually from contestants, but also yeah. from some judges, obviously, I and, and other folks. I think that this show really did do a lot for putting not only just gay people, but gender fluid and different outward presentations of gender and sexuality on TV and always made it a cool thing. 
Yeah. Like yes. Miss J was one of the cooler people on the mm-hmm. show. It was presented Absolutely, as such. Yes. Everyone's favorite. And we had a couple of jokey like, well, someone tell us, is it he or she? But otherwise, most people were just like, oh, my God, it's Miss J. We love Miss J. Yeah. Yes. So the, the rare time I can give a full bouquet of flowers <laughs> to top model, I'm just like, it just, I don't, I don't, it brought tears to my eyes that like, David, yeah. this wonderful little queer fan like you're saying hannah no lampshading no mockery Mm -hmm. and if it happened they edited it out great laura's photo okay so on the horsey you got a what (laughs) a boo boo (laughs) um laura's saying not without my baby because why is she holding (laughs) these these hands really are wild the positioning of her hands is insane i understand now why she's um self-conscious about the size of her hands because these look like mitts because she's clutching on she's, it it's the claw oh. way she's holding kelly destroys her when she says this looks like a soap opera <laughs> she had to know oh she knew she oh. knew brian boy says most of your comments are pretty much mixed bag <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense get nothing from it <laughs> a statistics professor's brain somewhere just burst <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I know why Jess Smith hated working with Laura. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. Her eyes being fully to the side. In my opinion, this is the worst photo. This is the worst photo. Of the four. Absolutely. The four. Mm-hmm. I need to talk a general Please. about the eliminated contestants. And then I'm proposing one for bottom 10 of all time for me. <laughs> if we ever do that again. A lot of them. They actually didn't do so much of the treatment. So the bottle has like water or moisture on it and some other stuff. And so all of these look so much more real, which is so funny to me. And then poor stoner (laughs) Jesse. I am sorry. This is bottom 10 photo in top model for me. Her hiking it up on her knee, her looking down while scrunching her neck and... Oh, I this Victoria one. This Victoria, where it's like she has been caught fucking this bottle. (laughs) Well, this is one of the ones she wasn't on set for. I know they did it in front of a green screen. Man, oh man. Uh, Yvonne's is once again. I think Yvonne hates having to do these shots. Yeah, Yeah, she's actually about to drown. Drown the bottle. (laughs) You know who's is pretty good, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany on the rocks is also just strange because, you know, welcome to the chat, rocks. <laughs> she She's like a siren who's, who's about to spritz you. We need to talk about fucking Alyssa's because she's holding her stupid hair. <laughs> hey, guys. To- have you met my new friend, Bottle of Perfume? <laughs> Uh, Alyssa also probably must have better grip strength than everyone else because she's the only one who can hold it in one hand. Kristen's is really, Kristen might have just the best one full stop. I mean, I like Brittany's a lot too, even though, yeah, oh, except the hand. Never mind, I'm just saying the hand. I think you're uh, right. Kristen's is really good. It's so funny. And I also, I, a, a peek ahead, a little a little flash forward. She also has one of the pretty good ones for the last <laughs> photo shoot too. And I'm like, guys, pretty people are just better models. It's confirmed. <laughs> So when we go to call-out order, Tyra's makeup got a refresh because now her yeah. lips got so dark. Yes, they did. But also not – the corners are missing a little. 
Uh-huh. Remember the magic Barbie that you put it up oh, to makeup? Yeah. That's what it is. It's the holiday magic, baby. I think they also changed her eye makeup, too. Nastasia is also already crying. Like, from the moment they step out. Because she knows it's about to happen. Yeah, she got 10 scholarships at 10 different colleges. She does math. <laughs> and yet not one. On, well, she got one on the show. <laughs> one scholarship buck. Kiara's first with a 6.005. Really Good happy for, for her. Kiara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so high for her. Yeah. And generally. Oh, yeah. And then Leela second with a 6.110. We need to stop putting the zeros when they're not needed. <laughs> Leaving Nastasia and Laura in the box bottom who knew laura was in the bottom this often right we get no individual evaluations no we don't we just tell them what they're going to be doing at the runway a theatrical production this is fully and only time that fan votes mattered because laura stays with a 5836 and nastasia leaves with a 5527 well and it was that challenge score too. well of course the challenge score but like they're they're we're so close in the fan score. And it's so funny because that's only happened one other time very early in the cycle. And you would think that Tyra would want to really highlight this because it's the whole premise of the series. Right? The speech that Tyra gives to Nastasia made me really angry because it's just about the scores and the challenge score and how important the challenge score is. And if you had just done a little bit better, you would still be here. To me, it is so disrespectful to a top four contestant to not say anything about how good their photos were, how well she performed, how she has a future in this business. She doesn't get any of that. It is literally only about her challenge score. It's literally like Tyra's real time editing her out of the show. It's so, but I mean, I think that goes even, like I was saying, the fact that there was no individual evaluations. They're like, just, well, Laura's going to continue. And Nastasia, there was no way, Nastasia, you were going to continue after this point. So, like, fuck off, I guess. It's just so weird. It's, I really find it disrespectful to a top four contestant. Yeah, who, especially a top four contestant who got so many first call outs. First call outs. Three, I think, right? Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. three. Two funny things in what Tyra says. She thinks that numbers are counted in millimeters. Oh my god! Because she's like, look Measure at these numbers millimeters all, but I'm like, <laughs> not really okay. And then it's because if you said like tenths places, I'm like, well, okay, yeah. And then she said, I said almost perfect because what? Perfect is boring. Blah, Fuck blah, you. Blah, blah. <laughs> You've been in the Tyra suite, maybe Nastasia. You've seen that pillow. If probably. she had run over to the back wall and like pointed to it. <laughs> And I love Nastasia's like little like I'm so proud of myself. It doesn't look like it because I'm crying. <laughs> That's cute. well. Nastasia is basically like, uh, despite what the show has proved, I have seen the edit. Uh, mm-hmm. I was good. I don't know why they got rid of me, but whatever. <laughs> Are you ready for a Nastasia yes. Scott? Please, good name. And sometimes comes up as Amber Scott, although I'm going to say Nastasia because that seems like the most common. She is at Nastasia Scott on Instagram. Her bio reads, even if you don't believe in God, God believes. Really, really religious. And you would think we would have seen it Mm -hmm. on the show. You best start believing in ghost stories. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah. (laughs) She is the founder and creator of Cancel Snapback Culture. And I will read their About Us page. Hey, queens. Cancel Snapback Culture was founded in 2020 by Mama on a Mission, Nastasia Scott. CSC started with a goal to end society's expectations of mothers to, quote, snap back to their pre-baby bodies after giving birth. We are all for living healthy lifestyles, but don't support women feeling pressured or rushed 
to look how they did before baby. Hundreds of mamas and mom supporters joined our mission, and eventually CSC grew to have a life of its own. Now here we are in 2021, obviously this went a little while ago, bringing you the Cancel Snapback Culture brand. This brand is dedicated to celebrating all women and saying a big no to society's efforts to tell us who we should be, what we should look like, and what we should do with our bodies. The brand is for all the strong ladies who are doing their best to embrace who they are, no matter what stands in the way. You're powerful, strong, and beautiful. You're a force to be reckoned with. This one is for you. And then it's it's different clothing and with different messaging related to that brand. Um, she signed with Wilhelmina Models in New York, and she's been in Stepping Out, Intrigue, The Wall Street Journal, and New York Magazine, The Cut. She's worked for Lulu Guinness, Frederick Fakai, Mazzani, Refinery29, and Sephora, among other things. She was also a runway model on season four of Project Runway All-Stars. Oh. And at some point, this seems to be closed now, but she was the founder of a clothing store called Thread Connection. And Yvonne from this cycle contributed to some uh, collaboration of products on there. And yeah, and a lot of her stuff now is about the cancel snapback culture brand and identity and movement. She also has a son and a daughter. What a wonderful movement and message. Yeah. Really positive, really specific, really something that does not get talked about as much as it should. And I think Rihanna recently also talked about this idea. I even think that maybe Nastasia shared a post, maybe not mm-hmm. specifically referencing her business, but referencing the idea of snapback culture. Right. I just, it's hard to eulogize someone that we saw so little of. Yeah, there were a lot of things I found when I was looking up the Where Are They Now stuff where she's just apparently famously known as getting one of the most nothing edits of all time she really did i liked the glimpses that we saw of her a lot i think she's absolutely stunning honestly potentially one of the most beautiful contestants for me of all time yeah it's just so wild to see a contestant do so well and Mm -hmm. yet know nothing about them on the show and look it is a cycle with personalities to spare Victoria alone, but also honestly, Kiara, Laura, Kristen, like yeah. we had a lot and it's unfortunate, but maybe she was just too normal. We're just not eager enough for that camera time. And if you're eager for more of us, you yeah. should rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. You can reach out to us at podleadum.com or send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. And once again, I'll say, leave a review if you have not. Yeah, we got a bump up in all those uh Spotify, Spotify. yeah, Thank so it you. works. Thank Me you. saying this works, so leave us five stars. Yeah, it's why all these YouTubers are always like, like and subscribe, smash, smash the like button or whatever. Smash <laughs> it. It does actually mean a lot, and oh, yeah, it shouldn't, so- but it does. So please do that for us. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm sharing guffaws on TikTok at JDB Crump OK. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum anytime you do. And that's how we see it. If it gets there, you know, it'll get retweeted. It'll get a like. So for podleadum, I have been Lex Basile Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JDB Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 